Okay, so stress is part of life, Avi, right? It brings you down, it drains you, it fucking sucks. How we handle stress makes a huge impact on our well-being. We know this. And not just our well-being, but the well-being of others too, right? Because I'm sorry, sis, but your stress leaks out and can literally like contaminate everything around you. So let's talk about stress today and some strategies for managing it. What's up, everyone? Welcome to the Rethinking with Rosalba podcast. This is all about unlearning some of the shitty habits, mindsets, and self-sabotaging behaviors that we have and rethinking how to address them. We're building healthy habits. We're changing our mindsets and beliefs so that you can create a life that you love. I'm your host, Rosalba, your unconventional life and success coach. So let's get into this bitch. All right, I wanna start with understanding stress. So I'm gonna hit on acute stress, chronic stress, and even cortisol. So we gotta get a little sciency here just for a second, and then we'll get into strategies later. So stress in general is just a natural response to a challenging situation, right? Some stress, honestly, can be helpful, believe it or not, and obviously we know that some stress can be extremely harmful. Now, there are two types of stress out there. One is acute stress, and that really just means short-term stress, right? An example of this is like when you're sitting in traffic or you have like an argument or your boss is just like being a dick to you for a second. Like our bodies recover kind of quickly from that form of stress. But chronic stress is different. This is prolonged stress. Okay, so you have those two types of stress, right? Cool. Now I want to talk about cortisol for a hot second, all right? In case you don't know what cortisol is, it's the main stress hormone. So like we actually need this hormone in our body. That's legit. However, you don't need high amounts of it in your bloodstream, like released into your bloodstream, right? AKA stress. Now, I wanna mention this real quick, cause I meet some people who come across as if they're their most like chill person in the whole world, but damn, they have some internal stress demons. Uh, we may have chronic stress and not even realize it, but our body does give us signs that we have it. So here are a couple of signs that I found when I was researching this topic. The 3 a.m. wake up. When you have that 3 a.m. wake up, believe it or not, it's because of our cortisol levels. Like there's some sleep related things to it, of course, but we naturally have a base cortisol level, okay? And it increases as we sleep, okay? So that's like just everybody. However, when you already have a high cortisol level, right? And you're sleeping, it gets higher because that's naturally what our body does, but it gets so high that it ends up waking us up. So like if you have a 3 a.m. wake up routine where you just like fucking get up and then like it's hard to go back to sleep, that's a sign our body is giving us. Another sign is when we have extra belly fat. So sometimes this is called a stress belly or cortisol belly. Either way, it's a belly. <laughs> so if you have a little extra little tummy thing down there, it could be a sign that your cortisol level is high. Also, if you love salty foods, all right? If you just love salty foods, that could be, you know, that could be for a couple things, but that also can be a sign that you have high cortisol. Again, that stress hormone. Also, if um, you're really tired in the morning, but you have some energy at night, that's another symptom or sign that our body's giving us. Or even when you wake up 
it's not necessarily that you're hungry, right? So some of us wake up, we're not really hungry, but we want to drown in coffee, okay? So those are a couple little signs that our body is telling us something's going on. And listen, I'm not trying to get like medical here because I'm no fucking doctor. This is what was researched on signs and symptoms our body gives us when our cortisol is too high. Again, the stress hormone. And that little stress belly that I'm talking about isn't the only issue that brings on stress, right? It's not the only sign. There are more severe health issues you know this, that's related to stress, like heart disease, anxiety, stress and anxiety honestly go hand in hand. Anxiety is actually going to be our next episode. Um, Depression, like all of these things are fueled by stress. So we want to find ways in how to lower those unhealthy cortisol levels, right? So we're going to talk more about that in a second. Okay, so that was the sciencey part. There's two types of stress and cortisol is a stress hormone and that shit can't be too high, okay? Too much of it in our bloodstream, no bueno. Now let's get into like where your stress is. You know I love to do some self-reflection time, right? Some self-awareness. So when we look at our wheel of life or our wheel of happiness, now you can check out my previous episode on what the fuck a wheel of life is, and wheel of happiness, but the gist here is that there are several areas of our lives, right? There is physical health, mental health, relationships, that could be platonic or romantic relationships, our business and career section, finances is a section of your life, fun and recreation, like do you have a life, um, and personal growth, right? These are all areas of our lives. Now, I want you to take a second and think about where you're currently feeling stressed out. Like which section of the wheel of life do you feel stress? And if you feel stress in a ton of sections of your wheel of life, you're a hot mess if stress is everywhere, okay? And I mean that in the kindest way possible. It is a red flag that you have to fucking address it when there's a ton of areas of your wheel of life that just fucking stress you the fuck out, right? The thing is we want to be aware of what our stress is. That's what I want you to think about. And I also want you to think about how they're triggered, okay? How the stress is triggered is important, right? When we know how the stress is triggered, then we can address it, all right? So can you think of an area that you're stressed out? Of course you fucking can. Now, I want you to close your eyes for a second, unless you're driving, don't fucking do that. I want you to think about what is the root of this stress? Like, where is it coming from? What is this stress blocking you from, okay? Like, what's it getting in the way of? So, for example, is your shitty job getting in the way of your relationship, right? Because that happens quite often. When work sucks, we bring it home. I'm guilty of that. When I was like this perfectionist and overachiever and all this stuff, I made work my life. And when work was shitty, I fucking let that stress on everyone, including myself. So the reason I want you to do this reflection exercise is because we want to confront stress, right? Remember, avoidance perpetuates stress, but confronting it actually eliminates it, right? So I want you to think about where your stress Learn what the stress triggers are, okay? Get to the root of the stress, and then we're gonna talk about coping strategies. But before I get into those strategies on coping with stress, I wanna give you another self-awareness exercise. Okay, sometimes, and I'm gonna be honest, you will know if you're this person. 
Sometimes we stress on things that we really don't need to be stressing on, okay? When I was doing this research, I came across this. Some of us are actually addicted to stress. Like we actually create these little illegitimate stressors for adrenaline hits, actually. These are my peeps that overcommit to things. They multitask. They have like those never-ending to-do lists. These are my peeps that make everything urgent and refuse to relax. I'm saying this, but I'm actually putting myself into this bucket because I was this person. I guess I still am this person and I'm trying to undo it, right? I'm trying to reframe it. And listen, hearing it back, it sounds a little cray, right? Like, like why would we let ourselves become addicted to stress? Like, it sounds cray, right? But this could stem from a couple of things. It could be like your childhood, right? The environment you were in. It could be trauma. So what we've done around this is that we've created a pattern around stress, right? So our lives feel like we need it. If, for example, if we've like grown up in a traumatic environment that we're always stressed out, that's the pattern that we created. Our lives always feel stressed. So as we grow up as adults, we feel uneasy, believe it or not, when we don't have that stress in our life because it's become our norm, right? It's become the pattern that has been created for us. So now what we need to do with that is disrupt that pattern, okay? Because listen, chronic stress steals our fucking joy. We need to get on that shit. So now let's talk about coping strategies for this. I'm going to break them down into three main categories. There's physical techniques, cognitive techniques, and lifestyle changes, all right? So let's get into all the coping strategies. The first is physical techniques that you can be doing with um, when you're coping with stress. Okay, let's start off with my fave exercise. Okay. Listen, movement is medicine. Make that your mantra. Movement is medicine. I want you to find your form of exercise. I mean, don't even fucking call it exercise if even that word makes you stress out, right? Just ask yourself, how am I going to move my body today, all right? Movement is medicine. That is a coping mechanism for stress. Next is breathing, breathing techniques. Now, some of you... Um, maybe have heard of this and haven't actually tried it. Actually, when I was looking into this, research was showing that a specific breathing technique actually brings down the levels of stress really fast. So the way it works is that you do a double inhale and a long exhale. And it's been shown to not just bring down our levels of stress, but to do it fast. So if you haven't tried breathing techniques before, and there's a ton of different breathing techniques out there, try this one and see if it lowers your level of stress. So those are some physical techniques that you could try. Now let's talk about some cognitive techniques in coping with stress. The first is, you know, I'm going to fucking say this, mindfulness and meditation. Again, people freak out when I say meditation. At the end of the day, mindfulness and meditation, all it fucking means is that you have to stay grounded in the present. You, there has to be some quiet and silence in your fucking brain. You need to bring yourself back into the present. Remember, stress comes from thinking about our past and anxiety comes from thinking about our future. Happiness comes from being in the present. So mindfulness and meditation are important, okay? 
Also, another cognitive technique is reframing. A lot of the times when we're stressed, we focus on the things that we can't control. I mean, think about it. How often do you fucking do that, right? So check yourself on this. Ask yourself when you're stressed, is this something I can control? No, okay, move on, right? If it's something you can control, then you have the techniques and strategies to do that. And keep in mind with reframing, because this is all about reframing our mindset. Remember that we have around 50 to 70,000 thoughts per day, the average person. Thoughts create emotions and feelings. So we have to do the work in reframing our thoughts. If we have that many thoughts a fucking day and a shit ton of them are negative, which is our programming default, we have to reframe our thoughts. So reframing and mindset is another cognitive strategy you can try. Next up, I'm gonna recommend this, therapy. Now, listen, when you're stressed, you can seek support from your family or friends. I get that, right? So like venting, things like that, whatever. However, when you have chronic stress, you don't wanna put that shit on your family and friends. This is where a professional can help you, all right? Because if you have chronic stress, you really do have to get to the root of why this is happening and develop a plan that helps you move forward. And I get it, many people don't believe in therapy, so if you don't go the therapy route, at least take on my advice on don't stress dump on everyone else around you because that could really hurt your relationships. So that's that. Okay, let's move on to lifestyle changes. All of you know I'm about to say this because you know, sleep. (laughs) You know where I'm going with this. You have to sleep properly, meaning the time that you sleep, right? You go to bed and wake up and the position of your sleep, actually the position and the way you're sleeping at night, these things are important. I have to fucking get this into your brains. Like, I don't know how, but really, please never compromise your sleep hygiene. I mean, honestly, you know me. I talk about sleep all the time. I would kill a fucking bitch if they fucked up my sleep. Like, legit. Everyone knows don't fuck with that because I need it. I need my sleep hygiene to be healthy, and so do you. So sleep is a lifestyle change. It's, again, a coping mechanism for stress. Next up, nutrition. I'm not going to get into this too much. Just fine-tune it whatever you need to do. Some people, I mean, I've gone to a nutritionist to help me with this. So if you need support in this, go to a nutrition. If you could do it on your own, great, right? But fine tune it. Next up is time management. I need you to schedule some me time into your into your day, all right? You need to start prioritizing self-care. If you're unsure of what self-care is, there is an episode on that. Self-care is honestly sometimes like misunderstood, I also need you to stop adding on things that create overwhelm into your schedule, right? Stop adding things to your fucking to-do list that are quite honestly unnecessary. But again, we're addicted to like having those fucking to-do lists that are super long, undo that shit. And also when you do have tasks that are on your to-do list, like things that you just have to fucking do and they're overwhelming, as I've said in the past, just break them down into the smallest pieces possible in order to tackle it. We all have come across a thing that we have to do that's overwhelming. Break it down into small parts. That will alleviate stress. Next up, set boundaries. We have to learn how to say no. I actually did an episode on this as well, I think, I'm pretty sure. 
We have to learn to say no when necessary. That alone is going to reduce stress because again, we're not adding things on to ourselves. And honestly, when we set boundaries, like it puts people in place, like it's showing people like, nope, this is what her salva needs. This is how I respect her. This, you know what I mean? And then also respect other people's boundaries so you don't stress them the fuck out, right? So setting boundaries, important. And one of the last coping strategies I'm going to get into is momento mori. I'm so jealous. One of my friends has this tattoo and I can't get it now because that's like, I don't know, he ruined it for me. But I mean, I guess I still could get it, but like weird. All right. So what does memento mori mean? It means we're all going to fucking die. (laughs) So it means like we're all going to fucking die. None of this is permanent. Relax. Okay. That's what it means. And while some people can see this message or this like Latin phrase kind of morbid, like, oh God, we're all going to die. Don't get stressed out about it. See it instead as we're all going to die, right? So use your time wisely. Don't let everything weigh on you so much. When I was teaching, someone at some point told me like, because I was a stressful fucking person. And it's funny because in my living room, in my old house, I used to have this fucking sign or whatever that was like don't sweat the small stuff and let me tell you i sweated all the small stuff like i be sweating so like i allowed that i allowed everything to weigh on me and i remember one of my colleagues when i was a teacher had said to me like i need you to really think about this in five years is this thing that you're stressed about right now in five years will this thing matter And at first, I thought what they were telling me was ridiculous. I'm like, of course, it's going to matter in five years. Like, I need to handle this. Like, we got to tackle it. And then as I kind of just thought about that phrase over and over, and I was actually relating it to stressful situations that I put myself in, I was like, holy shit, this really does not matter or will not matter in five years. And that led me to kind of... Honestly, that led me to shift careers because I was like, I'm putting myself in this environment and it's not necessary and I'm not going to care about this in five years. So, I mean, it's kind of like, I guess, a common phrase, but try to keep that in mind when you're really stressed the fuck out. Like, I need you to think about, are you adding on shit that you don't really need to add on because, again, you're addicted to that stress piece? And, like, are you actually sweating the small stuff? Like, think about those things. Are they small things you can just kind of fucking let go? Now, I'm going to be honest with you, as always, there are a ton of different ways to cope with or even eliminate stress, right? But I'm going to be firm with you right now. I'm going to be up your ass right now. I need you to start with the physical piece. I gave you a ton of different coping mechanisms for handling stress. Take on what you will. But I'm going to encourage you to start with the physical. I'm serious about this. And you don't know how crucial it is to move your fucking body. It, A, lowers your cortisol levels, okay? But things like working out, don't even call it working out. Things like moving your body is going to improve your sleep. And I could go on and on because I talk about this all the time. Like, moving your body is a big fucking deal. And it doesn't have to be this heavy workout, like I always say, like, don't stress yourself and think you have to fucking do barbells tomorrow. Just move, okay? Don't make it so fucking complicated. Are you stressed? Take a fucking walk. Take a goddamn walk. Listen, with a walk, think about this. You're, well, preferably when you're taking a walk, you're in nature. Hello, good for you. You're in some sunlight. Hello, good for you, right? Focus on nothing but the walk. Literally, like, 
calm your brain as you're taking this walk just look at your surroundings looking at nature is dope all right except if bees are around that's that actually stresses me out so walk for me i need to walk in a place with no fucking bees <laughs> okay so my point is just look at your surroundings like be in tune with nature and when you're walking it is a great time to feel your breath to concentrate on your breathing right so I promise you, if you start working on your body, meaning like moving it, not sculpting it into something, when you focus on your body, meaning the movement of it, you're gonna feel the change, right? Then it's kind of a good transition to start working on some of the mental stuff, right? It'll become the next thing you can tackle. And I'm saying all this knowing that stress management is not a one-size-fits-all, all right? So you have to find what works for you personally, and be proactive in prioritizing your well-being so that you can live a life that you love. And if you want to live a life that you love, if you want to create that, you have to reduce or eliminate the stress in your life. Some of that stress, life is just throwing fucking at you. Some of that stress is self-induced. Whatever way the stress is coming in, just know that you can manage it. It's on you to manage it. It's on you to cope with it. So I don't want you to play victim of like, oh, this is fucking happening to me and this sucks. Be proactive, right? When you work on your well-being, all of these things can be alleviated. Stress, even anxiety, which we're gonna talk about in the next episode. You can create a life that you love when you start tackling this shit. And as always, if you need support in figuring out where your stress is, what area of your wheel of life, figuring out what triggers it, getting to the root causes of the stress, and then building a plan around how to eliminate it or reduce it, reach out, book a free session, let's talk about it, I'm here to help. Well, that's a wrap from me. Hopefully you got something from this episode, you took something away. Don't forget to check out my socials because I'll give you more tips on there. And if you got something from this, share it with a friend. All right, I'll catch you next time.